0: You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. And now, Side B.
1: There's one possible flaw in this plan. Sure. I mean, there's many. But I got one that really springs to mind. Okay. What if it's not good?
0: It, it speaks to your point of it always comes back to the music.
1: Because, like, part of the whole thing around Kanye is, like, the... I mean, frankly, at this point, the cult of people who are around him, right? I mean, I'm using that term pretty loosely. We'll say the just say like community. community more than the uh, it's more than a community sure <laughs> the uh sure the community of fans right who obsess over Kanye right at some point like he's got to deliver absolutely you know and um with him trying to sort of take this turn in his music it's an awful lot of pressure on somebody who is apparently going through a very important time in their life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. It's not like this pressure is on him when he's like at his artistic peak or when he is like super locked in and like, you know what I mean? Like, seems like an awfully chaotic time to try to put this out.
0: Mm.
1: But I don't think he would have it any other way. Right. I think this is part of the process for him. You know what I mean? But like, to echo what you said before, like how you can go back and listen to stuff and know exactly where you are. Mm-hmm. It'll be, It'd be it would be really interesting to read an interview with him in like ten years. Absolutely, yes. For him to look back and go, yeah, you know, I I really uh, finally like found peace and 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 you know and was saved. And of course, the first thing I did is thought, yes, I'm gonna make an album called Jesus is King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, it's not even saying like it's a bad thing, but like, but it's like one of those things where it's like he just he's so early in this process. And I say that as somebody who's not who doesn't do like I I don't I don't believe I'm not in this world, but like, it's something so new to him. Absolutely. Right, it's like when you started a job and like after the initial part where you feel like, man, nah, this is kind of confusing or I don't know, I gotta get to know the people. You get to that first part where you're like, yeah, I got this. Mm-hmm. This is, this job? Pff, yeah. And now you're like, yeah, I, let me tell you, let me tell you about this. And you think you could like, oh, I can go speak at conferences, I should write blog posts, I can do this, Y, Z. And then you get punched in the mouth and you're like, oh, I don't know anything. Yep yeah He hasn't done that yet He hasn't done that yet no yeah no it, it and and
0: you know just to and you can't and we're not saying, I don't think doc you and i are are negating uh the real life trauma that we've watched kanye uh experience over his career, oh,
1: so not at all yeah not at all
0: we're not we're not uh negating the loss of his mother and like all of those things because those are very real things that happen. Um, I just personally believe once you get into that world, when things happen to you it's different, It's different, It's different. There's a self-awareness that the Lord gives you. There's a there's a God. There's just such a. I just don't believe that I would see the world the way that I see it and I wouldn't see myself the way that I see it. I wouldn't see people the way that I see them um, had I not entered that world it would be totally different and it would be a whole heck of a lot more selfish than it is now. And I think I'm still super selfish, but I can't imagine if I, if I didn't have that mirror in front of me, um, that just kind of allowed me to see like just how, how deep that runs. Um, so yeah, like, God, what's gonna happen? what how what is what is his experience gonna be like in another year and and and, doc, that's what you do. Like you get into a relationship and you like you love your girl and you're posting her all the time on social media and you're telling everybody about her and how wonderful she is, and then she does something to to upset you or she doesn't respond to something in a way that you thought she would. and you gotta work through that. You have got to work through it or you gotta you gotta you know get off the boat. Um so yeah it's yeah i i i'm i'm rolling with you 100%. I'm I'm dying to see what Kanye's experience is going to be like in in a couple years with this. Does he does he that's why staying with the community is so important because what it will do is it'll make you feel like when you experience these things it'll make you feel like you're by yourself. It'll make you feel like nobody else is experiencing this type of pain. Nobody understands you, but like community will will make you realize that that's a a complete lie. Because it may not look like it, but maybe the way that I felt, I can relate and I can empathize with you. Somebody is there. And the Bible talks about that. It's like people, things that you've trials that you've experienced, there are millions of people all over the world who have experienced those same things. And that's why community is so important. Um, so that's why it's in, and I do and I'm not saying that he's not, because I've heard rumblings of different celebrity pastors who uh who he's been talking to. Um you look at somebody like Justin Bieber who uh, his pastor is the pastor at Hillsong and a lot of, not a lot, but a decent amount of Christians hate celebrity pastors because of, you know, what they represent. Like when we think of celebrity pastors, we think of, we think of them or now I shouldn't say we, but there are a sect of people who think of them the same way that people think of your Peter Popoffs and your you know, your miracle water for 1995. They're shysters. Um, but that's a responsibility to be a celebrity pastor. Like for you to have to shepherd a, a freaking superstar with millions of people that adore, adore them in a godlike sense, and you kind of got to tell them, hey, your, your, your doo-doo stinks, and you got to help them like walk this out, and their walk is different because, shout out to my man Taylor, he, he's like, yo, like, what would your sanctification process look like? What would your maturity process look like if you had to do it in front of millions of people? Like, What would they see? And a lot of us are afforded the opportunity to kind of live our stuff out privately, unless you're you know, stupid like me and you rap about a lot of the stuff that you experience. But for somebody like Justin, he's got cameras on him all the time. Um, he's got people following him all the time. Like, God, what does that look like? He's not allowed to be human for a lot of people. And that's like the essence of Christianity is humanity. And so, yeah, it is. I'm, so I'm, I'm hoping that Kanye has that community around him because it's imperative for him for, for for him to grow.
1: I feel like part of this too is if and I, I'm gonna really go out on a limb here. Hold on.
0: <laughs> he said hold uh, on. <laughs> hold on everybody.
1: Um I perceive that if you are not a a Christian, if you were not in that community, that there is often some amount of skepticism around the entire process of being saved as it would be called right as 1 million percent right and so you combine that with the skepticism of celebrities already that our society can have yep and so people look at this and go okay what's really going on yep what's the angle yep and you know (laughs) he you know uh, to to the skeptics point it's not like he's trying to do this in private or trying or you know he's making money off of this process he's selling very expensive merch off of this process right yeah. so yeah you know i'm i'm just I'm, I'm i'm let's be honest here right so part of that is because like at this point kanye is is really one of the truest examples of like how modern fandom works where you are a fan of the artist not necessarily of the art
0: mm-hmm.
1: which of course we talk about in the show is the opposite. Oftentimes the opposite of how you and I grew up because it allowed us to separate out the art from the artist, which was often necessary because, you know, you go back and look at some of what uh, some of our favorite artists might have been accused of or might have done. And you had to separate that out, but we don't do that anymore, mm-hmm. which is why the whole idea of does cancel cancel culture exist and what does that look like? That's why that gets so so fraught, mm-hmm. right? Because you're selling yourself, not just your art. Right. And so part of this is if Kanye is going to continue to sell himself, sell the merch, have the people who want to be like him, that intersection now of celebrity and Christianity and commerce Mm. gets really fraught. Yep. Yep. There may or may not be some content coming
0: out really soon about that. Hey, what do you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a newsletter?
0: Nah, not a, nah, it's bigger than a newsletter. Nah, bigger than a newsletter. What's, what, what, hold on. What's bit, bigger than the Armand wake up News? <laughs> not too many things, but this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, some some things are, some things are happening, some conversations are happening. I don't really want to like spoil it, but yeah, you you're you're 100 percent correct doc. you're spot on
1: yeah, you're spot on.
0: um yeah, I lost what I lost what I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> I like how I was like, this won't take long.
0: Uh, of course not. I mean, but this is this is the fast I think this is why the conversation is so important to have because it's so many things. Um, okay, you talked about the skepticism from the audience. Um, yeah,
1: and I lost what I was gonna say again. So let's just move on. <laughs> I'm tripping. In in, in a sense, I'm you know it maybe not as a fan, but for this show, and I, I'm I'm sort of selfishly glad that this rollout worked the way it does because it means that we get to talk about this without mm-hmm. talking about the music yet. Right, because these are all important right. conversations to have. It, it's 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 fa- I'm trying to think of an example of another artist who's gone through this sort of thing so publicly
0: it it would probably be in generations before us like maybe a maybe a Marvin or something like that maybe um but i yeah, I'm not sure
1: there aren't that many right there aren't that many analogs yeah, right? Like There's nah, just not a ton of it. you yeah and people and would say hip hop
0: I was gonna say people would say mace yeah, but, but mace was washed mace was well mm-hmm. <sighs> mace's story is very layered yeah it's very talk about skepticism yeah but i think mace i think mace's i think mace i think his reasons for leaving were different than what was told like i'm i'm positive that you know his life was threatened and he felt like he had to leave new york and then i think he really had an encounter with god while he was in atlanta and but i think It goes back to that community. I think the community that he surrounded himself with did him a extreme disservice. They were bright eyed. They were like, Oh my God, we have mace in our church. And the worst thing that you can do with somebody like that, who's a baby is give them your platform. It's the worst thing you can do. Um, It's like, you know, put it's put, it's giving a baby a microphone and it's giving a baby a plane and telling it to like fly to fly across country. It's just it's not wise. And that's exactly what they did. Um, and it and not only did it, I don't know how it impacted the people who were there, you know. I'm sure there there were people because I wasn't a I wasn't really a Christian then when that happened. I wasn't a Christian at all when it happened. So I don't know what exactly happened, but I do know that I feel like his his community like led him back to feel like he could rap the way that he ended up rapping like the G unit mixtape in particular. I'm not even talking about like brief stretch shake, like that's whatever. Um, but yeah, like that G unit tape uh, crown of thorns on, on the cover, a lot of blasphemous, like blasphemous lyrics in the race. Like, all right, like, like nobody's going to check that your inner circle, your inner circle has to check that. Like your, your audience is to your point that we talked about on the Patreon. Like your fans aren't going to check that. Somebody in your inner circle has got to pull you to the side and be like, Hey man, you tripping. But nobody did that. So that's where the skepticism comes in because and it's from both sides. Doc, it's from, oh, my God, the skepticism in, in within the church is super high, too, because we've seen people come in and say, oh, I gave my life to the Lord. And then what happens is, is you have these same thing that happened to Mace. You have all these these pastors who get all wide eyed. They see money. They see power. They see all this stuff that they can, like, take advantage of and, quote unquote, use for God. And they're like, throw them on stage. And um, it gets distorted. And then the person, either the artist enjoys the power and authority that they get. I always tell people, like, if I'm totally honest, I got way more. I had way more um, like as like in my early 20s. Oh, my God. I had way more women throw themselves at me after I got saved as opposed to before way more in the church, way more like night and day. Um, So all that stuff, none of that stuff goes away just because it's it's God's house and it's God's people. That stuff doesn't go away. Um, And then like people get whatever they want to get and then they bounce. People make out Snoop just made a gospel album a year ago. Ain't said a, a peep about Jesus. Gone. So, yeah, Kanye, people are looking at him with their arms folded. And I think there's a there's a celebrity worship in there, too. I think there are people who feel closely connected. Well, I wouldn't call that celebrity worship, but there are people who feel really close and connected with Kanye. They connect their music. His music is the soundtrack to certain parts of their life. So now that they're believers, they want Kanye to, like, get saved too. not simply not just because or maybe not at all because they just want him to be saved but they also want him to i don't know we just want we want kanye west to be saved and there's just people rooting for him simply because he's kanye so it's it's so it's littered it's scattered like there's a like doc there's a lot going on in this it's so layered and so heavy and so weighty and that's why like you can't you can't sit on um, your view. You can, but you'd be wrong because we don't know where this is going to go. It, this could be the start of something epic and a revival. There's an artistic revival that starts and Kanye could be one of the main catalysts for that. Or this could just be another cash grab and Kanye could put out the old version of new body on his next album.
1: We don't know. Or he could personally find peace. He could be happier than ever before. Mm-hmm. And, his the end of his career could play out more like michael jackson's i don't think michael jackson found peace at the end of his career so not that part what i mean but there but what i mean is the music the albums just slowly get worse uh, and worse mm -hmm. he's certain and there's nobody around him who can who can reach him in that way now in kanye's way maybe that's for the best right because if, if he's happy and he's found peace but the music gets worse and worse and worse i mean as long as you know, as long as he has his family and they can provide for one another, like, I don't know. I I guess what I'm saying like does Kanye strike you as an artist who has that fire right now? That does like he just wants, he like like he is like he like as somebody who really has to like go out and kill it right now? I don't know. I know. So sometimes you see you see clips of with this stuff and you do, but then like I'm telling you, every clip I ever saw of Sunday service, like it's one of those things where I'm like, that is a man who has children, who is happy and wants to be a father. And I just don't see, I don't see like that music living within him in that way. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. He sure. didn't look like, any, he didn't look like anybody who was like, oh my God, like he, there's no scrunch face. There's no like jumping Like there's no, it wasn't like it was like he felt it in him at all. But like, seems like some of the stuff at, at the listening experiences, maybe gets a little bit out of at him, which is good. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, the other way this could go is no, he's totally sincere. He's totally like I mean no one's totally perfectly happy, right? But I mean he's he's in a good place in his life. He's surrounded by his family, his mm-hmm. friends, etc. Mm-hmm. And he never makes a good album again.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I I'm I'll share that offline. I'm not gonna share that so <laughs> No, I will. I will you know, I've I've thought about th- I've even thought about that with my own with my own music. It's like some mm. you know, like I'm in a, I'm in a really good, I'm in a really happy relationship. Um, I'm just in a really good place. And, you know, sometimes and my kids are getting older and I have to start planning for like their future. My daughter's going to be graduating high school in a, in a couple of years. And I have to think about that stuff. And I think what's important, I think maybe this is something that parallels with Kanye is like, yo, 99% of the time when I recorded, I was recording and creating from a place of tension and out of that tension birth a lot, you know, and a lot yeah. of great stuff. But when you don't have that tension anymore, and it's not to say that things don't happen because absolutely they still happen. But like maybe your go-to isn't, oh, I got to, I got to write about this. You know, I'm not there anymore i if I'm really overwhelmed, I got to make a song about it. I don't. You know, Doc was there a few years ago. I had a show in Philly and I did Walking Contradiction and I was depressed for the rest of the weekend. And I and I and I walked off stage and Doc and Marissa were like super happy because I wanted to perform that song for them. That's like one of the early records that Doc and I did together. So I'm like, yeah, like, let you know, let's do this live. And one of the first things I said to Doc when I got off stage is like, I've never performed that song again.
1: I know. And I'm sitting there like, what are you talking about? That was great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I completely
1: oblivious. Yeah. And I'm
0: pulling because I'm pulling from God writing that. I remember yeah. that anxiety and I'm like, I don't want to relive that. Right. And so maybe Kanye's in that similar place where he's like, he's not dealing with that, uh that tension um, or it's not present or he's, you know, he's instead of going to music, it could be two things. He could either be going to music um, or instead of going to music, he's going to his wife, he's going to his kids. And that's what kind of gives him solace and comfort. And now in this case, he's going to the Lord and that's giving him solace and comfort. Or it's the, um, God, we've made this analogy before. He's, he's Elijah Juan on the Raptors. Like mm. it's, it's a, it's a thing where you don't, he, maybe he's the wrestler, right? Where he's, he doesn't know anything else. His whole life has been working up to this moment. It's why I didn't feel bad. I didn't tell Jeremy Lin to suck it up when he's at, at the podium crying because he's he's mourning the death of the thing that he spent his entire life working towards. He's like, well, what do I do now? You know, my whole dream was to go to the NBA and nothing else. He went to Harvard and was like, yeah, cool, Harvard, but the NBA. And when that dream is over, um, a lot of people don't process and transition out of that well and yeah. and and so you know maybe kanye is in this space where yeah like he's going to music because he that's what he did he goes to music that's what he, he's been doing his whole life and then you know after a while the music starts to change and as you said daca gets worse and worse and worse it's not or it's not worse because i don't think your jumper never leaves you so i think kanye's always going to give us like glimmers of of greatness um, people didn't like Pablo, but it still had Father stretch my hands on there. Um, right. So maybe he's just not giving us any more graduations or dark twisted fantasies. He gives us glimmers, but you know it's not what it was. And now he's in his forties, the late forties, and he's trying to like reconcile. Well, what do I do with this? What does this look like? Where do I, where do I put my focus that used to go into my music? Where does that go now? Like there's it, where it's such a crossroads doc. It's hard to say what's what.
1: It's hard to say what's what. I used to worry as well that like I had reached a point where I was like, you know what? I've just made my best stuff for music Mm -hmm. and not, you know, not to toot our own horn, but like when, when you were out here, we were working on music. I was like, nah, I was wrong. We're going to be okay. That's good. We're going to be okay. That's good. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say about Kanye? Nah, but that was a fantastic conversation. Oh man. We're going to go right from that to, I'm just going to, full disclosure, I've not listened to either of this. You want to talk about Shaq and Dame Lillard? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you haven't listened? Why do I want to hear two well, a retired NBA player slash uh, Papa John spokesperson <laughs> and Dame Lillard? Why do I want to hear the two of them rap? Because Shaq's, Shaq's verse is
0: hilarious. It's so bad, it's great. Because he's he's clearly the old guy in the gym and he used to run this gym. He used to run right. everybody out the gym. And now the new guys are in the gym and he, maybe he's working in the gym. Maybe he owns the gym. So he's there every once in a while and he shows up and he kind of wants to, you know, he wants to get the same respect. Maybe he does, He can't run. His body doesn't feel the same way. But he's like, yo, hey, hey, uh, hey young fella, give me the ball. And the kid is like, and get out of my face. Like, I'm not giving you the ball. And he's like, what? Throw a beat on. <laughs> so he plays what's the he raps over what's the difference, doc. Oh no. Wait, really? Yeah. Ah. Hold on. I gotta go. Well, here's the The version that's out is like, it sounds like a recording of a recording. So you're not mm. gonna really be able to hear what he's saying. But I do I want you to hear some of it. Hold on, hold on. Let me go in the other room real quick. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta grab my iPad. What's the
1: difference? You know why? I mean, those, those instrumentals are pretty easy to get. Like They're even just straight up off like streaming services. Okay. <laughs> I was saying this when you were gone. Uh, I probably, I'm just, you know, talking to the audience. Um, uh, those, uh, 2001 instrumentals you can get pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I think they're like actually just outright on streaming mm-hmm. services. Yep. So not surprised. I mean, big egos would have been a little bit more appropriate, but you know, it's fine. <laughs>
0: Oh, you're trying to make sense. All right,
1: hold on. You're right. Someone on the Papa John's board is writing diss tracks. Mm, This doesn't make any sense. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: All right. You think you got better music than Shaq? I think I rap better than Shaq. People weren't looking at it like it's a real rapper. It was like that Shaq rapper.
1: That's dangerous. The daddy has to come out of retirement and spend one of these undisciplined children. Now it's time to be disciplined. It's time to put up that belt. And we a little ass. We a little Here we, ass, we go. Ass,
0: ass. Joe, yeah, what's wrong with these little cats? I could tell they little listen to their little raps. Always glad about their little maps contract. They got a little money when it comes to shack. You see this low got a little hall of fame on it. game shoot jumpers. Shaq's still bang,
1: All right, hold on key pauses for a second. Yeah, yeah, sec. yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, couple things, couple things. Couple things. <laughs> you can tell he's old because he's talking about getting a belt and whipping someone. But secondly, <laughs> um, the funniest part about that is he's really trying to rap like exhibit who raps on that beat.
0: I think that's just how Shaq it's just how he just sounds like a like a grizzled old man. <laughs> the funny part, hold on. So this is four minutes. Let me let me skip to oh, the... four minutes. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm too high. Call me when you get up. back to back to back to back. Why would I wanna be a rapper? wanna be in your ass. Keep my name out your mouth, he goes full hit him up. the best,
1: not to i I'm just imagining him in the studio. <laughs> Who put the battery in his bag?
0: I talked over it, but he said Michael Jordan's not the goat because Michael Jordan's never been in the booth.
1: How much do you think we'd have to pay to get Shaq to do an, an interlude for your album?
0: A lot of money.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of money. He doesn't need the money. He
0: doesn't. He doesn't. I mean, but he's still like he's a, uh, you know, he, he's still very invested in battle rap. He's done stuff with Loaded Luck, Shotgun Shug. Like he's still like in that. He still tries to be like in that arena or whatever so
1: hmm. I
0: don't know I'm gonna, and I'm gonna play a, a, a snippet of, of, of Damien Lillard's dollar
1: this style not be did no different.
0: Ranum cuz he bought the copies. Shoulda just passed me the torch. I got no remorse. I beat him like Rocky. I feel to take up with Diesel. You jealous of me and I see you. Cuz on this day, original's just came fuck with this sequel. Um New school got no hits. Space jam not blue chips. Hang man, your shoe shit. Damn sex, I'm too lit. Big name got big brand but you corny. Get bags, get purged. Every time you get horny, then they repo. Love you when you was in beast mode. Don't you thought you was a cheat code. Know that you shoot for the cheap holes. Shoot any work like your free throws. Know you see my pockets deep, so. You flexing ain't really your thing, bro. We both could be working at King Ghosts. And Kobe, when you them rings, don't owe. Nursery rhymes, bigger. All right. So it All just, right. it goes on like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Many things. Okay. Many things. I, I I said this on on Twitter, but I'm just going to reiterate it. I think... Shaq, Shaq was more upfront and direct and aggressive. And I think in battle rap, like you can't be cool. Like Dame's response was like the way that he delivered it was really cool. And you can't be, uh, you can't be cool. But then like hang your hat on. I'm the greatest baller turn rapper. Like you got to really own that you battled Marvin Bagley. Like you care, you care. So like just care. It was
1: ha, ha, Go ahead. Has Dame Lillard released a successful single? He put out an album
0: uh right after they got eliminated from the playoffs. Sorry. Successful single? Any like Well, I'll come I'll, on. I'll say this. I think in come this on. I think in I don't know if Shaq necessarily works in this environment because nobody was doing what Shaq was doing back then. Right. Like outside of like the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> And like Deion Sanders, that was it. But like Shaq really took it serious
1: and was, oh, must and be the, must be the money is great. Oh,
0: it's, it's iconic.
1: It's um, terrible.
0: It's terrible. But Shaq was like, no, 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 no. Biological didn't bother. <laughs> we don't need no hooks. He's like, he's doing a lot of records with rappers that I'm sure either one was starstruck and wanted to do something with Shaq. And number two, I'm sure that budget was astronomical. And I'm sure people got paid very well to do those records. Um, and Dame talked about like, yo, passing, you know, you could have you could have did a song with me and passed the torch. Like, first of all, you know Shaq is extremely insecure and like you're never like that's just not gonna happen. Um, but this is passing the torch. This is 100 percent passing the torch. Like, you're you're you got you're in a back and forth with Shaq. Now, to your point, Doc, people who maybe didn't know that Dame was doing was maybe they knew they he rapped, but like now they're gonna go and they're gonna go check for him. Shaq did him a huge favor. Sure, everybody wins. I, I I don't know. I don't think Shaq wins. I think Shaq, yeah, Shaq wins. Cause a lot of people got him winning. I got him winning the first round. You, there's
1: no winning
0: when you're Shaq in this
1: scenario. Yes, there is.
0: Because <laughs> I'm I'm in, I'm inners. Like because I think that's the other thing that bothers me about Dame's diss is like he's serious. Like Shaq, Shaq is serious, but it's funny. It's like this is like. This is like Shaq and and Charles Barkley arguing on Inside the NBA, where they like really get mad, but it's still funny. That's what Shaq's diss feels like, and Dame is like, I don't know, like crack a smile, bro. Like it's cool. Like you, you you just got paid two hundred and seventy five million dollars, like or however much you you made on your max deal. Like,
1: be happy. I don't know. I don't know. Like to me, Shaq doing this is just totally like I don't know. Like I, Shaq made it. He did it. He won titles, Hall yeah. of Famer. Yeah. He, he he's a, still a successful like commercial pitch man. He's everything that rappers that 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 ball players want to be and ball players turned rappers would love to be. Mm-hmm. You never you never punch down in a diss. It rarely works. And like everybody knows who Shaq is. Everybody. They, all they have to do is call him Shaq. My mom knows who Shaq is. Sure. My grandmother has heard of Shaq. My mother doesn't know who Dame Lillard is. <laughs> what does Shaq have to gain from any of this? Uh, aside from sounding super insecure.
0: Yeah, it yeah, he sounds insecure. It's 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 Shaq going to the it's Shaq going to the ruck. It's KD going to the rucker. Like KD doesn't need to go to the rucker, but sometimes you gotta go back to the rucker to prove a point.
1: That's my whole point. It's actually, like to me it's like, no, the whole point is you you don't ha- you sh- like you don't have to do that anymore you don't but you do you well, don't if that's how, if that's what think if that's what you think makes you like who you are then you do there there it is. I, I i do think that Shaq like Shaq
0: never passed the torch Shaq stayed way too long and if you watch inside the NBA anybody who's compa- i mean look at how he does Dwight he doesn't do Dwight Howard and JaVel McGee the way that he does because they're not good players he does them that way because Number one, other people see uh, Shaq in those athletes, and then two, I think Shaq sees Shaq in those two guys. Big, athletic, you know, unstoppable in the paint. Like especially Dwight in his prime. Like JaVel got better later, um, but Dwight in his prime, oh, he was super threatened by Dwight, which is why he always treated him the way that he did. Um, so I know why Shaq did it. You're not wrong, Doc, but I I know why Shaq. I get it. I get it. He just wanted to get in the booth and, you know, goof off. Yeah, he bit. just wanted to see if he's still like, come on, come on, It's like to a to a worse point. To a, a worse point, it's it's like Shaq going to the club and seeing if he still got it. Like,
1: yeah, actually, that's the same idea. But like, but you're here's it <laughs> Right. Here's what. But he, but he just wants to make sure. You know, he could still pull if he needed to. Yeah, but absolutely. Like, which is terrible. But um, you know what did it for me? Listen to that when you played it. It's not that he did the verse, cause the verse is whatever. It's that he really felt a need to go full on puff daddy on victory. It's amazing. It really, <laughs> like, it really shows the insecurity. Absolutely. Like we all have insecurities. So like, I'm not trying to poke fun of him or say he shouldn't have insecurities. But like, man, he really opened. Like, I don't know. If Dame wanted to, there's a lot to. There's a lot to play with there. Sure.
0: Sure. Shaq could go petty and funny because he's entertaining. Like if round round two is is that, because to me, Dame was just jabbing. Like I wasn't like overwhelmed. I wasn't shocked and overwhelmed by Dame's response. It was like, it was, it was steady. It was good and it was steady. Like Shaq would have to dig deeper and go lower and more petty in order I mean, to like outdo what he did the first time. I mean, Shaq needs to wrap over, hit him up. That's what he needs to do. You can't do hit, you can't do hit him up for Damian Lillard. You would have to like, that's like. For what's, an appro- what's an appropriate beat? Second round knockout. Oh. I don't know why that just, just came that's to mind. That's good. That's good. Second round.
1: One of them has to do second round knockout. All right. Do we think Dame Lillard has ever heard second round knockout? Yes. How
0: old is he? I don't know. Mid 20s, maybe late 20s, like 27. Let's see.
1: So he's like nine years younger than me. I don't know, man. So he's like, he's like. In the second grade when that song comes out. He's 29. Okay. Yeah, he's not he's not super young. That song comes out in 1998? Yeah, you could hear it later. You could have heard it in college. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. Just saying. I'm mean, over second round knockout. Every young NBA fan is like, what is he rapping over?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I really wish this was going on during the season. I well, really that's wish like, it
1: seems like this seems like you know, not the right time for this. Yeah, yeah. For what, for Dame? Yeah. I mean, he should see if uh, he should see if he could he could get on inside the NBA, like for during, you know, bruh, bruh.
0: If this was going on during inside the NBA it would be the greatest thing ever. It would be so great. That would be amazing TV. They could still do it, though. They could bring Damon open at night or, or, you know, after a after a Portland game and talk to him and get him and Shaq on the, you know, they could do that. That would be amazing. I I would be so and then just watching uh Ernie, uh Chuck and Kenny like instigate it. Oh, that would be amazing. I'm here for Anything it. Anything else you want to say about Shaq and Dame? Nah. But if you're if you want a good laugh, listen to Shaq's listen to Shaq's diss. I, yeah, i never mind.
1: Here what are we here. gonna say? No, I'm nothing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, I love how we somehow managed to make this a long episode. Still um, did. That Kanye kind of conversation, man. It's yeah. different. Um Speaking of 1998, we were talking about uh, Second Round Knockout. You posted on uh, social media recently Mm -hmm. about a very notable uh, release date in hip-hop history. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why'd you post it? What what prompted you to uh, talk about this?
0: Uh, Well, September 29th was such an important day in hip-hop history, just period, because it was for...
1: Actually, it was five albums. And I, I do going to th- say, brand new being feels some kind of way right yeah,
0: now. Yeah, I, I saw that earlier. Um, <laughs> hold on, let me see. Because I, I said that Miseducation of Lauryn Hill came out on that day. But I don't think, that, I don't think that's true. Let me find out when Miseducation came out. That was uh, August, August 25th. 25th. There it is. So yeah. a, month, a month before. So that's why I'm seeing that. Because when I walked into the store, it was still, that's still considered mm-hmm. a new release. Um, so September 29th, you had Hard Knock Life Volume 2, Outcast Equimini, Tribe Call Quest of Love movement, and uh Black Star all released on the same day. Those are four completely different types of hip hop. And I believe all four of them made top ten on Billboard. Um, so everybody was successful. And for me personally, that was Outcast Coming Out Party. Whereas I wasn't crazy about selling to, uh cat-like music. I liked the singles, but I wasn't, I never got the album. I never heard the album until shoot till I got, so I got Spotify. Um, and oh, wow. Then, yeah. Yeah. I never heard it. Um, and then AT aliens was cool. It was cool. It was cool. It had some joints, but I wasn't like blown away by it. That's 1996. So that's like, all I'm listening to is it was written and all eyes on me. Um, yeah, that's all I'm listening to. And maybe what, Hell on Earth? Hell on Earth is 96 too? Yeah. Okay, that's all I'm listening to. So I'm a big Jay-Z fan and Hard Knock Life came out and I immediately bought that. And my father bought me a Source magazine that had Busy Bone on the cover. And we leave the store and, I'm dr- and my dad's driving and I go straight back to the reviews. And Jay-Z is not the first review. You've, if you remember how Source magazines were laid out the first review was usually the most prevalent or prominent. So jay Z's a pretty big deal. Cause this is hard knock life. So he's, he's in the process of like beginning his, cro- uh, his uh, crossover, but outcast is in the front and equipment. gets five mics and I'm so shocked. Um, And I liked Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks was dope. And I'd like begged my father to turn around and go back to the, to the record store and buy me equipment. and, Thank God he did. And I ended up, I remember I ended up listening to equipment. I way more than volume two way. I was just blown away. Like that was it for me. Um, So I think that was a really important time for a lot of hip hop uh, fans, particularly our age. I think we all remember that time doc. You remember that day?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really interesting to look back on that day. Like what it meant for those four groups, right? It's um, it's kind of the end of tribe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah
1: right it's um it's outcast coming out party but it's it's like it's jay cementing himself as jay-z yep right like 98 was really like you know we talk about dmx uh 1998 there's this whole sort of you know there's that infamous source infamous but that famous source cover with like all of the upcoming like what the equivalent of the double XL freshman class basically right which like if you had to pick a Actually, it's an interesting topic. Like, what year would like before the Double XL freshman class existed? Go back and pick a year. What year is it? It's probably ninety eight, right?
0: The Source actually created
1: the freshman class. You remember that cover? Is that what the one I'm talking about, where it's like Dm, it's, yep. it's DmX, yep. it's cannabis, yep. it's, Silk <laughs> it's Silk the Shocker, Silk the Shocker.
0: Silk's not even the funniest person on on the covers. Who's the funniest person? Uh, hold on. There was somebody. Find? Yeah, what was it? Source magazine class of 98. Let's see it. There oh, we go. Raps
1: New Generation. Oh Raps yeah, Raps New Corrupt. Generation. Yep, Corrupt, Lord
0: Tariq and Peter Guns, Big Pun, Cannabis, uh Nori, Capadonna and 8-Ball. Okay, Silk is the funniest person on there. So <laughs> Silk, Silk got the cover. It got the co- I mean that's that's No Limit in 98. Who Not, do you replace right. who do you replace him with? Pun? Pun's probably the yes. only Pun or Cannabis. I'm I'm more shocked that Corrupt is on Corrupt. the cover more than Silk. Yeah. And also like Corrupt, you know, Dog like Dog time had been out. Yeah, but that was that was Corruption. Like people that was still, that was a post-death row West Coast where I think people were still hoping that there was that 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 death row twinkle in the music. Corruption was not a very good album. It was. wasn't, but it has Seawalk on it and We Can Freak It, so I'm cool. We can Freak It was good.
1: See, we, we, oh, it's double discs, of course it was. Yeah. No,
0: Seawalk is amazing.
1: That was it. No, We Can Freak
0: It is that's the It's a great record.
1: Oh, right. With the second disc that was East coast, it was the east coast and west coast city, yep, right? Because corrupts from Philly. Oh, a lot of Foxy Brown's uh mm-hmm. brother producing on there. Oh, okay. I wonder if he's still in jail. Demoette, no, I was talking about Gavin. Oh, wait, I thought it was wait. So, I'm sorry, who is D- the was I thought it was Demoette. Oh, am I confusing? This? She might have more than one brother, doc. <laughs> oh, <hold> on. <laughs> I'm confusing. Um, yeah, because he does uh hate me now. Am I wrong? I thought that was Gavin. Maybe not. Anyway. Oh no, it's somebody else entirely. Okay. Never mind. So anyway, so the same guy who does hate me now, um, does a bunch of stuff for corrupt, but you know, there's some easy mode B beats on there. There's a Devante swing record. <laughs> Forgot the East Coast remix of We Can Freak It. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, 98 yeah, 98 is definitely it. But no, like for the cover, I mean, I don't know, it's it's Pun, DMX, and Cannabis? At that time, yeah, pun DMX and cannabis, but that's too that's too East Coast heavy. So you've got mm-hmm. you've got East Coast, right. South, and
0: West. So I get it.
1: You said that's yeah. right. Like that's there are no other options. Hundred percent correct. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So yeah, nine, yeah. So uh we talked about yeah. So Jay was Jay like really established himself that year, but then I'm like, I. So let me ask you, like going back and like ranking those four albums, which ones? Tribe Outcast. Oh Jay yes, Blackstar. yes, 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 yes. Outcast number one.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: We got a number two. Jay number two. You think that's better than the Black Star album? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's closer than you think. Mm. You don't like that Black Star album,
0: do you? The songs that I like, I really like, but a lot of it is kind of mundane. Most mundane. Def Most Deaf is a star. Quali is, quality is good. He he's not annoying then, but Most Deaf is clearly the star. Honestly, it's the it's the production. Like like underground hip hop is making a turn. Mm. before they find this really like this really sweet spot in like ninety nine two thousand especially in ninety nine um in ninety eight they're still like in their super backpack um but in ninety nine they found a way to sort of add some uh other elements of of music into it and make it make it interesting,
1: man high tech does definition redefinition respiration twice in a lifetime,
0: <laughs> okay, you know that I can't stand definition. I've always hated definition. Uh, redefinition is great twice in a lifetime is dope and respiration is classic right Thieves in the Night amazing yep Thieves in the Night is amazing knowledge of self determination is amazing Um, uh, children's story is cool yeah that's about it that's about it it's better I think it's better than the Tribe album yeah Yeah. the Tribe album is um... it got a couple records a couple literally a couple (sighs) oh Yeah, it's but people are really, I don't know, I think that that was a really good time. Like we we often talk about like yo, we often talk about um oh, when Beyoncé drops, nobody else should release or oh, when Drake drops, like everybody has to get out of the way. Like look at how crowded that date is and nobody got in each other's way. Even something like Black Star and Tribe still had two distinct audiences. And brand newbian for that matter. And brand Nubian. Well, Brand Nubian and Tribe probably got in each other's way because they they but I think more people were looking at Tribe. And they played a lot of that don't let it go to your head though. They did. They did. I own that CD. I have the CD single. Cause it had the uh it had the uh the return, the, the premiere beat, right? Wait, you got that I didn't have to buy the album to get the premiere beat? Nope. It was the B side. <laughs> nope. It was the B side. Nope. Yep. It was the B side. That's yep. upsetting. Because my father liked Don't Let It Go To Your Head now, of course. It's the OJs. I think it's the OJs. Um, and yeah, I like the B-side. Win-win. There was one of the
1: single, right? Oh, uh, was it Back Up Off The Wall? Or was it? Maybe. Back. Oh, Let's Dance With Busta. Let's I forgot Let's dance. That. Oh, my God. Nope. That Primo beat is dope, though. It, yeah, it's dope. That's a good Primo beat. Don't let it go to your head. Woof. <laughs> Anyway. anyway, um, yeah, no, like it what was interesting to me is like seeing people's response to it. And, you know, a lot of it really came down to, as you might expect, mostly, you know, people talking about Jay and, uh, and outcast, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's at the time I would have told you Jay immediately. Cause like, you know, 98, I was listening to East coast rap, but I and I stood the test time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That I don't really have much else to say. I just think it's, you know, it's interesting to, um, to like look back at all these albums in the nineties with like a different eye now. Right. Like, I mean, uh, you may have Farrah um, uh, your man, uh, just announced, you pointed this out to me that, uh, he's re-releasing, uh, internal affairs. Yes. 20 years later. Yes. Uh, he's doing vinyl. He's doing the whole nine yards, but it will be on streaming services, which yep. is, which is crucial. Yep. I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions too. I'd look like he'd be really interested. Like, I hope someone does a good interview with him when this, like, hope it is a little bit of promo, a little, little bit of press. Like, cause the, the sort of narrative is, well, you know, they didn't clear Simon says. And so they had to, they had to take, they had to take it off shelves. Is that true? Right. Like, how did that happen? Like, how did that, how did it go in that way? You know what I mean? Like, I'd love to I'd love to hear like more from him about like what happened what that did to his career right because clearly he feels a way about this album that like I think he's doing this right like this is his best project Mm -hmm. I think it's the best thing raucous records ever put out
0: sound I thought I was on both sides have things to
1: say but I know how you feel about the most album I I was I was thinking we might have to do like a definitive 15 raucous records but um (laughs) Just get the get the get the uh triple five soul on and get the Jansport sport on. We're ready to go. Yeah, I don't know, bro. <laughs> you don't think you
0: we Well I you know, people people ask us like, you know, you gotta do a definitive fifteen on and like I think what the I think what the oh, I'm sorry if if <laughs> you got offended by my impression, my bad. Um I think people the Timberland episode made me realize that a lot of definitive fifteens Pretty easy. So I don't think that makes for a very compelling, you know, a compelling episode. Mm. You know, I feel like Raucus, a definitive 15, as much as I love Raucus,
1: I don't know if we yeah, can get it. you think the, it's too easy?
0: Well, I don't know if we could get the 15. Like, what would you do past like eight or nine?
1: I mean, I might have a lot of Farrah Munch on there, but you know.
0: Yeah, but like, is that definitive or is mm. it just great? And it just becomes
1: my favorite. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. I hear
0: you. I hear you. Yeah, like I don't like I'm not sure it was somebody like. Of course, this is this is just you know an extreme case, but Jay, Outkast, Nas, like just Blaze, like like there's so much definitive and like culture shifting music that those those artists made. It's mm-hmm. like versus Raucous, where they just had like a a three like a three year run, and it's pretty clear what was definitive out of that time it would be dope to, i mean that would be a dope retro have we done a raucous records retro i don't know it's a good question like that would be cool to do if we haven't done it we already. did we oh, did well there you go <laughs> uh
1: it's been uh Jesus. it's been three years what ep- what episode is that uh that looks like episode 298 and 299 is that right Oh, no. Hold up! Hold up. Sorry. Sorry. I got that wrong. 241. 241? 241. Okay. There you go. Just two sides. That's it. Yeah. That's about right. You really don't like internal affairs,
0: huh? No, I love internal affairs. I'm, huh? I'm hype. Like, I saw that and got extremely excited. I love that album. Not, I might buy the vinyl. I got, I got in a fight over that record. The one time I got jumped was over internal affairs. <laughs> <laughs> cuz my friend let somebody else borrow it and or or my or somebody let my friend borrow it and he wouldn't give it back and so they came up to the school to try to you know get it get it back it was just more of the principal at that point but I stepped in to help my friend and then I ended up fighting two dudes and my friend didn't jump in high school high school sucks <laughs> <laughs> no but I love that out no 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 I lo- queens the truth the light what nah that's no like, mercy no mercy what nah man hell I'm just kidding <laughs> I hate that beat nah I'm cool I'm cool, I'm cool.
1: don't they buster on buster on the next dish oh yeah which is... joint oh it's so funny
0: didn't um doesn't cannabis log onto the computer before hell yep okay yeah that's hey. right <laughs> yo that cannabis intro is so funny yo I hacked the code. To... oh my god whatever.
1: So we're not doing a cannabis definitive 15, huh?
0: And we do like a a definitive five for (laughs) cannabis. This is going to be second round knockout 2000 BC and the phone conversation that got uploaded to mp3.com. I wonder if that's on the internet. I'm sure it is.
1: Not, not patriots.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Phone calls on the internet, man. I remember that, but uh, no, not patriots about love for free. (sighs) Of course there's definitely listeners right now that are like Poet Laurel what is it Poet Lauret or what is that called? Do you remember that? Po- I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm very good. That's up there with like Nature of the Threat as songs I never need to Is is Mural this generation's Poet Lur- Lorette or whatever it is. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it is. I I don't love Mural the way everybody else does. I don't need to hear is- I don't need to hear Lupe rap about a lot of things for 9 minutes.
1: Is I is uh, I honor you, like Oof. on the short list for most disappointing singles ever? No, because How Come is worse. Oh, <laughs> I like How Come. Do you?
0: No! <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. It was. It
1: was a time. No,
0: it was a time.
1: <laughs> Oh, listen, I bought that Bullworth
0: soundtrack. Bullworth had a couple joys on it. How about three? <laughs> oh, the title track, Ghetto Superstar, and maybe like one other one and not How Come. Get, Ghetto Superstar is terrible. It was a great song. It was a time. Ghetto Superstar was a time. Come on. That's Zoom. A- Zoom. There it is. Zoom. Ghetto Superstar,
1: How Come. I didn't mind, you know, the Witch Doctor song, Holiday was fine. I don't remember that. I just remember Bullworth. I remember the
0: song with like Method Man and some other people in there.
1: Oh, yeah, it's Bullworth. I mean, The Chase, aka one of most underrated Rizzo songs ever. I gotta hear
0: this Bullworth song. Hold on. Okay, Prodigy featuring KRS1, Method Man, and Cam.
1: It's not,
0: yeah. Don? I don't like the beat. has got be more to it than this. It up. Oh, this is DJ mugs Okay Yeah I don't know, baby. Nah, man. Oh, nah, man. yeah Because yeah. I remember liking Kick this in. beat right now, I was going to say Come on, yo, man yo. <laughs>
1: Boy, this reeks
0: take a
1: few Reeks of take alchemist, doesn't it?
0: The mm. night just I think there's some I, think, there nah, I some, think we're all right some handshakes
1: I think we're okay
0: yeah some some uh some under the table dealings
1: you know what's terrible off that is a uh, freak out do you remember Nutta butter <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't ever ask me if I know who nutta butter is I feel like I know this hold on of course of course yep hold up
1: Teddy Riley, dang it, Teddy! Oh, Dawdy had a video for this. Oh yeah. Oh joints and jams. Oh jeez.
0: I like joints and jams. Nah, you didn't like B P Empire. I feel like we talked about this. No, I did not. Okay, but you don't like how come? No! (laughs) All right, we're gonna listen to this and we're gonna get out of here. Here come
1: the drums. <laughs> you have a great ad-link. <laughs>
0: ask yourself this question. Here come the drums. Check it out. How
1: come. <laughs> Listen. That, this is terrible. It's so not terrible. Disrespect
0: me in the clubs. How come? <laughs> How, come? How come. How
1: come. No. There was a video for Shoot this? Out. Yes. So
0: as the universe expands I call God of the Big Bang The made man Sometimes I wonder How come We can't Alright. Right. Wait, hold on all Hold right. on, hold on I, I was hear, wrong I want to hear the hook Hold on December 31st 11.59pm Okay I thought I gotta wake up early To go to work
1: Listen, Yo, is just paving the way? You for Santana to talk back to the beat. He's he's an innovator. No, I'm kidding. It's terrible. I was you, wrong. I you forgot. cannot tell me that Wyclef was anything but trash. You cannot. He is not underestimate my cannabis stannery in the summer of 1980. I, f- I feel That's all you. i gonna say, I feel you. I feel
0: you. I'm not even mad at that. Wyclef is top three worst things to happen to hip hop. <laughs> And he might be top two. Like seriously, there's the Snap Era, and then there's Wyclef. <laughs> and at least the Snap Era produced like Fabo. Like, oh no, Wyclef had some hits. N- you know that. The Carnival's not that bad. The Carnival is terrible. It has three songs, <laughs> and then they're negated
1: by yeah, I know. Cluck Cluck. <laughs> and I know. We did. If you want to hear our mom ranting and raving about white club, we did a Fuji's retro that was tremendous. I feel like I'm I feel like I wanna I
0: wanna I wanna revisit <laughs> I wanna revisit that episode just personally.
1: Oh boy. Okay, let's get out of here, man. All right, we're out of here. Thank you everybody for listening to this week's radio speakers. I didn't think we were gonna go to Bullworth. Um as That's always good. hit us up at CRS Podcast. Uh, let us know what you think about the episode. Visit patreon.com slash CRS Podcast if you're not already a subscriber. Uh, Armand, you got anything you want to plug? No. Sign up to the news. Sign up for the
0: newsletter. armandwakeup.com. dot com. We can wake up every Wednesday at noon. Yep. All right. There you go. Thanks, everybody.